Hi and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the student accounting show. The occasionally educational podcast that proves you're not totally alone in your exam journey, even when it feels like it. My name is Alan, I'm the Head of Education and Content for LearnSignal. And today I'm joined again by Kate. Hi everyone, my name's Kate and I look after marketing at LearnSignal. And Connor. Hi, I'm Connor. I've recently joined the education team at LearnSignal. So in this week, we're going to talk to you all about motivation. And um, if you listened to our last podcast about exams, um, if you attended our recent webinar with exam results and all your questions, um, you get your exam results, they're good or bad. If they're good, you're on cloud nine. If they're bad, you're trying to find out what went wrong. And and, and now now it's a week later. And I think we did a bit of a a shout out earlier on and before we recorded this about questions that we might have. Um, from students um, about this topic and it seems that maybe it's the week after the exams or maybe it's the thoughts of facing into another exam in kind of eight to about six to eight weeks time um, that you're kind of lacking motivation is it a little bit too far away to get too worried and you just got your results so you feel like you need a break um, and today we're going to talk about some of the questions that um people have sent in and some of the areas that people have talked about and to see um, maybe what Kate and Connor and, and myself can bring to this and give you some improved that motivation and, and kind of get you working. Um, we did receive a lot of questions. Um, we did receive a lot of questions from you guys um, about non-motivation related <laughs> topics. Um, so we may not get to them today, but we did try and cover as many as we could um, in previous podcasts on the webinar. So hopefully your answer is there somewhere. Um, so um, Dungo from South Africa um, sent us in a question um, and we'll try this one at Connor first um, about how to know an effective hour of studying. So how many videos and how, what what is an effective hour of studying? Yeah, well, I think I think the main thing you'll see with yourself is, you know, it's effective if you're starting to see progress. Um, so I think the big thing to look out is to really try to do as much as you can. And we touched about it in the last podcast about, you know, doing good study as opposed to long study. But I think you've got to be continuously you know, doing questions without looking at the solutions, doing uh, mock exams or, you know, our correction packs and seeing if you're actually improving. And if you find you're not, that's when you really need to look at the kind of broader study that you're doing and what might be going wrong and ways you can change that. But I think in, in terms of hours, you know, make your plan that will get you through all the content and then really just be be hitting into those questions and seeing if you're getting better at each of them and if there's topics you're struggling on that kind of points you back to those to to maybe go over the theory and i think sometimes hours work well and some sometimes people like if you know you have an hour to do something and it's a must do you'll achieve it in that hour um but somebody uh, you could also be a person who reacts to tasks and instead of Maybe I have one hour to do this. I have five videos to watch or I have two questions to attempt. And maybe you're a better person to say, OK, well, I have to watch these five videos and I have to watch these five videos today and whenever I get to do them. But it's a it's a, you could be a task based person um, and people study in different ways. So don't think because I spent two hours at a desk studying that you've got two hours worth of study. Mm. It's about yeah. what you achieved as well at the time. Um, so try and figure out what type of 
studier you are. So it mightn't be down to hours. Maybe, as Connor said, you, you find out many videos to watch and it's just your job to watch them and digest them. And the big thing is at the end of it, is there something that you know that you didn't know beforehand? Have you made progress? Um, so I think that's a key thing when you're, when you're setting up a plan for yourself. Hours isn't the magic thing. Just because you spent a hundred hours sitting at a desk doesn't mean you deserve to pass an exam and it really is about tasks. Um, Kate, um, we have a couple of questions from Mari and, um, I guess her top one, and we have touched on this before. Again, failing the exam by one or two percent. Um, and we talked about what to do with that mm-hmm. in, in other podcasts, but I think this one's important now because it's a, it's an emotional thing now. Yeah. It's a, like, Anger must be, or yeah. frustration, or yeah. all of the all five of stages. The of, yeah, yeah, the five <laughs> stages of grief uh, all hit you when you kind of go, "Well, if I got one more percentage, if I'd written one more bullet point comment, I could have passed." Mm. Um, so, it's one thing about what to do about studying. We get over yeah. that, but it's getting over that feeling of anger yeah. and disappointment and yeah. probably resentment to a certain extent against yeah. the ACCA and the person who corrected yeah. your exam. And I think you probably have to be a bit careful of that because at the end of the day, motivation motivation is kind of what's going to energise your behaviour and, and it's going to be your attitude towards your study. So I think you need to sometimes just to keep your motivation going, you always need to have your end goal in sight. So even if you didn't pass that paper by a couple of percentage and look, it's, 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 it can be heartbreaking at times. And, and I do, I do deeply sympathise with it, but you have to have your own your end goal in sight. So you want to pass your ACCA because you want to achieve X. So it could be a career goal. It could be a personal goal and that should be your end goal. So if you didn't get there at this time, you need to keep going. So don't look at the negative aspects. Just keep looking forward. And this is, it's the same with anything. Um, if you, if you kind of keep your end goal in sight, you'll have the best attitude towards it. Believe me, I know it's hard, but you need to kind of get rid of the resentment very quickly. Otherwise you'll lack the motivation that you need to complete your study i think the the other thing that those people who just narrowly failed have apart from other people is that they actually know how that feels and they know what it's like to to get the results so you know if you need motivation it's knowing how disappointed you were and that's kind of what drives you to Mm. to put the work in before the next sitting i think how actually i have a question how um for when you're doing your ACCA um how like what role do you think motivation plays in in studying i think for me i think it's fundamental to it but how how important do you think it is i i think uh, your motivation shouldn't be about an exam you shouldn't be concentrating on trying to get yourself motivated for getting up for coming home from work tomorrow evening for example and studying for two hours Mm. or doing three questions on saturday or doing an exam in march or june Mm you shouldn't be that's a very short term thing because if if you've got seven or eight exams ahead of you mm-hmm. and you kind of use the same let's call it motivation tactics or techniques with yourself for two or three years they're gonna run you're even going to be tired of hearing yourself i think what you have to always keep in mind 
Um, it's no different than sports people playing a match, the first match of the season. Their goal is to be top of that league or win a cup or do something yeah. by the end of that. And what keeps them going in the second and third match and the cold evenings training is the thoughts of what might happen at the very end. So it's the longer term. It's goal. the longer term. It's like, why did you, why are you doing your ACCA exams? Is it for a career change? Is it for more money? Is mm. it for status? Whatever that is, whatever your motivation is, mm-hmm. that has to be that has to be the trophy at the end. It, can't, it has to be the core of what you do. Yeah, it can't yeah. be the, it can't be, oh, I'm going to study two hours every night. That's a, that's not a, the objective is yeah. to do something at yeah. the end of these. To achieve that objective is their tasks. It's a task to study tomorrow. Yeah. It's a task to do an exam. It's a task to pass it. It's yeah. a task to do another one. They're all kind of, they're term. all tick box yeah. things. They're all things you have to do. But what is your goal? What is your objective? And it's your, it's mm. what's that saying? Keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's and so that's true, really isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of even going, if you were saying, I'm going to go to the gym and then you're like, I have to go to the gym. So I'm just going to walk on the treadmill very easily for 20 minutes. And then you've left and you're like, tick, I've done the gym. But that's not really, you know, you need to be kind of, my end goal is to feel really good about myself, to feel really fit, yeah. to complete this, to challenge myself. And you know, the end goal. So then you push yourself instead of yeah, being like, this is so hard. In. This is, yeah. So, um, but I think that, as you said, that's the the part of it. You got to build it into your routine, and yeah. you're not saying you're not dreading each each part of the study because you know you can't deny that you're going to have yeah. to do it. So I think once you build that into your routine, it's a lot more manageable, and the whole process becomes a lot more manageable. Yeah, there's people who don't like getting up in the morning, but they have to for work. Nobody likes studying, but everybody likes getting a positive exam result. And I think you you can't get one without the other. Yes, you'll hear of friends and the be people who say, "Oh, I hardly studied and I still passed," and that might happen every now and then. But ninety nine percent of people have to work hard to pass any exam mm. most of the time to do well in any job to create any business. Mm. Nothing comes easy to most people. So, um, and I know there's a there's a like are there motivational talks or podcasts, YouTube videos? I'll be honest with you, we could suggest lots of podcasts. We could suggest lots of YouTube videos about motivation. But in a weird way, you're kind of, well, if I tell you to watch 10 videos, then you're not studying for hours <laughs> as you're watching motivational video. It's a, it's about really being honest with yourself. Why are you doing the ACCA exams? What's it going to do for you? And that has to be your constant motivation, mm-hmm. your, your trophy that drives you forward. Um, there's questions about mock exams, about how many, um, to do that, that mock exams can be a boost to motivation if you get good feedback. I think the trick about mock exams is not to worry about the result, positive or negative, whether you get 30% or 90%, it's irrelevant because that exam is not a replica of the exam you get in the day. It could be completely different questions, completely different topics. I think what the mock exam does for you is it's a practice. If you do it properly, if you time it to three hours, if you get good feedback, like our, our, our hardworking markers do around mock exam time. If they give you that feedback, if you concentrate on those areas, that's where the value is. And it's nobody, as I keep saying, a brain surgeon doesn't do brain surgery without practicing on other things before. Um, they, they train, they do different things and they build up to it. They don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be a brain surgeon. You can't just wake up one day and go into an exam and say, I'm going to do this exam today. And a key part of preparation is to try and experience what it's like opening a paper you've never seen for the first time, sitting down in a quiet room with just a pen, um, your paper, your calculator, and whatever else you bring into your exam, 
and going through that on your own because you might be in an exam hall with ten, thousands of people, but you are on your own mm-hmm. in, in ACCA exams in that way. I think with the the mocks that we see a lot, sometimes when you're studying, you're you're so in the detail of everything and you're so used to practicing questions that you sometimes don't see the, the bigger picture mm-hmm. with how you're answering them. So what we find a lot when we're correcting them is, you know, you learn a lot about the person's technique. So sometimes having fresh eyes looking at how you're answering and getting that feedback, you could learn that, you know, there's a better way for you to structure. There's a better way you could write it or how you even approach the question. So I think that's that's really useful. And any feedback that you're getting from these, you know, is useful, whether it's positive or negative. Uh, any feedback you can get is, is going to push you in the right direction. So I think motivation itself is a funny thing. Um and, and I use the example of a, a webinar we have. And like, if you want to be really honest, um, what should motivate you um, to, to study and do well in the exam is not to fail that exam. And, and it's a pretty harsh <laughs> reality, but you have to be motivated. You have to be motivated to work. You have to be motivated to try your best. You have to be motivated to make every effort you can um, to to achieve it and to be successful. But you also have to realize that life is not a straight, nice line mm-hmm. that goes up in an upward graph and everything goes lovely and you have an exam and you get a pay rise and you have another exam, and you get another pay rise, you become an accountant, you get a huge pay rise and everything is, is happy and jolly. You're, you're going to have ups and downs in your career and no different than you're going to have ups and downs in your ACCA exams. And if you're a motivated person, you'll accept them. And you'll move on and you'll learn from them. But if you let them beat you, mm. you're always going to struggle a little bit. You're also go- always going to be a little bit unsure. Um, so when people talk about, I only have three weeks before the exams or six weeks before the exams, time is different. It's hard to, to recommend time. We would always say 12 weeks. Um, but the reality is the way the ACCA structured the exams, people are studying in six week cycles. Um, but it kind of does come down to motivation. It does come down to it's attitude. Not, attitude. It's mm. not many how many hours we tell you to study, because if you're doing it because we're telling you, it's the wrong yeah. reasons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like saying it's like being told to go to the doctor because you're sick. If you don't think you're sick enough to go to a doctor, well, you're not going to go. Mm. And like, why would you go? Like, oh, Alan said I should study for two hours, so I'm going to sit here and stare at my window and look at the birds flying by yeah. my window for two should hours. Should is a dangerous word, though, isn't it, as <laughs> yeah. well? Like, if you say I should do something, you should want to do it. And then, like, nobody wants to to kind of study generally. I mean, some people are blessed and they, and, and, and they love studying, but you should just want the end goal and want the end result, and that should motivate you. If you kind of keep thinking, I should, I should, I should, you'll start to resent it and you won't be as productive as you could potentially be. So, so Connor, what motivated you? You've done your accounting exams. What motivated yeah. you to keep going? Again, I think it was, as you said, it's it's the, the swing and the spectrum between how you're going to feel if you fail and how great you're going to be if you pass. So, like, I, I still remember waking up at about six in the morning to check my final results and just, yeah, the happiness that comes with that and the relief and mm-hmm. that, you know, if you do it, if you do it right this time, that's it's done. It's the kind of it's the worry that you're going to put half the work in and then you're going to have to repeat the whole cycle again. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the big thing for me and nearly nearly the the worry of failing rather than the the happiness of passing. And I don't think like, so Kate, what was your biggest motivator? I think when I was in school, it was largely down to 
it kind of almost what my family or my parents were were almost pushing me and motivating me. And then when I went to university, it was get it was actually seeing actually I can achieve this and doing it more for myself. So when I got a good result, being kind of happy in that feeling, that feeling of being happy in myself and then get and using that feeling to keep me going. So kind of believing actually I can do this, I can get I can get good results and I'm going to keep on going. So it was more about doing it for myself than doing it for anyone else. And I think that that was largely that largely kept me motivated because I wanted to do it for me, not for anyone else. Um, so it became more of a personal goal and it was very easy then to stay motivated. And I think that's the, the if there's, I guess, one result out of this conversation, because again, we could throw motivational quotes at you. We could have got all of that prepared and we could have, I mean, you could read a book on Winslow Churchill and you could get lots of, <laughs> you get lots of motivational quotes about how he won the war, but it's not about that because it's not about what motivated them is important. It's about what's motivating you. And and listening to this, you need to, every one of you listening to this needs to sit back and think, why am I doing these exams? And to find a way of keeping that eye on the prize and to accept when it doesn't go exactly as planned. Is that prize still worth it? And if it is, continue going and 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 don't give up and we that's why we're here we're here to help you but um as i said in a webinar recently um we can only help you the motivation and the drive has to come from each and every student we can add on top of that we can give you all the resources to be successful but 40% of every passing exam is not from the content you're given there's no magic formula it's about your work and your motivation and your effort to push yourself over the line. We'll be there with you, but you have to do a lot of the, the heavy lifting, unfortunately. And I think for anyone, I'm sure we've plenty of people listening who've passed and maybe some first first time sitters, but um, yeah, the sense of accomplishment when you do pass, you know, that, that certainly drives the motivation and keeps pushing you on. But I think when when you can look back at it and say, you know, I had that goal, I'm really happy with the work I did for that exam, and then you get that good result. You know, that's that's what it's about, and that mm. keeps driving you, and you have that long-term goal, and, you know, that's it keeps pointing you in the right direction towards that. And, and it says a lot about you. It gives you confidence for your future career, but it also says to future employers that you are capable of taking on a huge task and achieving mm-hmm. it. No employer ever asks you what you got in your ACCA exams. They don't ask you if you've ever failed something. They see those letters ACCA beside your name and they, they give it a certain credibility or any accounting or financial qualification. They give it a certain amount of credibility to say, wow, they took on quite a yeah. massive task here and they achieved it. And if they can do that, they could, they're the type of people that we want in the organisation. Somebody who who can set their sights on a long-term goal and achieve mm-hmm. it. And and that's what employers are looking at. So believe me, nothing ever goes straight forward, but it, it is. Keep your eye on the mm-hmm. prize and keep it going. So I think we'll leave that one there for today. Um, and keep an eye out on um, Twitter. Uh, we're at, at LearnSignal. Um, send us any of the questions, any ideas that you have for future topics. And we'll be reaching out over the next couple of weeks asking you for more questions. So all the best. Thank you. Good luck. Bye.